Hello and welcome to The Mental Yogi, your place for meditation, yoga-inspired thoughts and observations, as well as the occasional bit of asana. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy. Have you ever tried to speak without using pronouns? We, I, you, he, she, they, them, hers, mine. All of these words, what do they do? In our language, they create a sense of identity. When one dissolves these and chooses to not use them, language becomes strange. Try for a whole day to think without using them. Suddenly, there's no ability to lay claim on anything. There's no ability to lay blame. There's no ability to identify property for an individual. What do I mean by this? What is meant here? Identification with the world around us and the world within us is the cause of all pain, all suffering. So if there is no longer identification with that which occurs, then where is suffering? Who can say this suffering is mine? You can't, because mine is an identifying word. Mine is, a, in a way, a pronoun. Because there is an I within mine. Me, mine, my, I. Yours, you. So what happens then when pronouns are removed from speech? The, you could call this a pronoun, but the word one, one may call this, one may have this, one feels suddenly all individuality is gone in the world. Suddenly, language speaks to everything that's happening as though everything is one single entity. What we do with pronouns is we take emotions, I am happy. I am sad. She's not feeling great today. See, what we're doing is 
when I say I am happy, it's me. When you say I am, whatever comes after it, it is you. I am this. This is mine. You're laying claim to this emotion, to this feeling, this situation. I am experiencing a lot right now. There's a lot going on in my life. You are telling yourself and the world around you that all of the situations going on within life, within the sphere of perception, are yours. Now, each individual has their own sphere of perception, and that is the sphere of perception is essentially everything that can be seen, heard, tasted, smelled, felt, the five senses, everything all the way to the limits, to the boundaries, how far can be seen, how far can be heard, how much can be felt, or smelled, or tasted. All that is experienced is the sphere of consciousness, the sphere of perception. Or one could simply just say, consciousness, this is consciousness. All that happens within consciousness, within the five senses, through the five senses, this is consciousness. So, by using pronouns, we begin to define all that is happening within this sphere of consciousness as us. Or vice versa, we define ourselves as all of these things happening. Well, there's nothing wrong necessarily with identifying like this. How can one exist in the world today, the world that's been created, if one does not identify with the things that are going on all around? Well, you don't need to identify. One, and I'll answer the question for you. You don't need to identify with anything. Just because you don't identify does not mean that you're not part of it. And when I say you, I mean you the body, you the mind, you the senses. You, in that sense, is part of everything. But this thing that is the core of all of the individual beings, there's a sense to that. There's a sense of I am. Before any identification with anything occurs, there has to be this sense of I am, you know, you say, 
in language, just, just talking about language here. Because language is how the world interacts, how individuals interact. Language is what children are conditioned with. Language builds up this identity. So if we need, if we, if we desire to break down the identity to get to who I really is, then we need to go through language first. Because all of these definitions in the world are through language. So I am, before you even can say what I am is, before you can say what you are, you have to say, I am, or I have, or step it back even further, I. What is the I? What is the I in this situation? How do you define yourself when a freshly born baby is in the world and it's first experiencing a language and its parents are talking to it? What are the parents saying? Oh, you are so cute. You are so adorable. Your name is... You are... You know, we're told by the world around us, Oh, I am cute. I am a baby. I am stupid. I am whatever the world, the world meaning anything, anything within the senses. So when I'm talking about the world, I'm talking about the sphere of perception. Anything that can be experienced within your consciousness, this is your world. So everybody's world is different. I may be experiencing certain things. People may be saying to me, you are this, you are that. Whatever. I'm not going to give examples because that's not the point. The point is that people are telling us every day who we are, what we are. And we take that and we identify with it because how the fuck are we going to know any better? Because we don't know who we are. Because we've been told our entire lives. Oh, I am Michael. I am whatever it is. People have told us. And as a baby, you don't know any better. Oh, this is how it is. This is the way that the world is. Ah, great. I'm glad. Thank you so much for telling me how I am, who I am, what I am, for defining me, for giving me a definition. And we need to have a definition because everybody else has a definition. And if we don't define ourselves, then who are we? Why do we have to be anyone? Why do we need to be defined? Really, 
I would like to know what is so wrong about not identifying with anything. And the fucked thing about all of this is I'm asking you a question. What is wrong with not defining yourself? With not labeling yourself as happy or sad. But the very nature of language is definition. So how can we experience one another, speak to one another, communicate to one another, be in communion with one another without definition. What then becomes the point of speaking? Language is what causes all issues. Issue is a word made up, wrong and bad right and good. These are words that we made up. If we didn't define things as right or wrong or good and bad, if there were not even words for these things, what would be right and wrong? What would be good and bad? There, there would be nothing that is right and wrong. There would be nothing that is good and bad. You see what I'm saying here? Because we make up these definitions. We say that killing is wrong. Animals don't say that killing is wrong, and they kill each other all the time. There's so much that happens in the world that is, by our definition, by our standard, awful. But awful is a word that we made up. And things become worse because we focus so much on how bad they are. But they're only bad because we're telling ourselves they're bad. Do you see how by defining things, by labeling things, we're creating all of this difficulty and look at that. Difficulty is another made-up word. What can you say about reality? What can you really say about the, the essential nature of the world? You know, this is Tao. This is what is discussed in Zen Buddhism, in Taoist tradition, philosophy. The very first stanza or verse, whatever, whatever you want to call it, um, sutra of the Tao Te Ching, 
is paraphrasing. I'm going to paraphrase it because I can't recite it word for word. But essentially, the eternal Tao cannot be spoken of. You can speak of the Tao, but that is not the eternal Tao. So this is... This is the obstacle that we run into when we're really trying to figure out what reality is, what life is, what existence is, what consciousness is. Because we're taking these experiential things and we're putting words on it. Top. That. Sanskrit word, top. It's just, oh, that? What is all this? Oh, it's that. It's rather silly how much complication we've added into our lives. Because why? We, what do we want? More definition? We want to understand it more? Like we need to understand it more. You don't need to understand life more. You just need to live it. That's all. So in all of this, I'm talking about this, <clears throat> this concept of our words are defining our reality. And you should just be experiencing instead of defining and labeling. I don't want you to stop talking to anybody. Live your life. Talk. Define. I am. You are. We. They. Use your pronouns. Doesn't matter. But recognize what you do. What language does. Recognize that all of these words that we do are using that we say, they affect us, they define us, and they alter our lives. So how are you going to define yourself? Because apparently we all have to define ourselves according to, well, that's this is our society. You know, how do you define yourself? Do you want to be happy? Do you want to be sad? Do you want to be angry? Do you want to be whatever it is? I don't care. I don't care how you define yourself. Anyway, thank you. That's all that I really want to share today. Um, homework, if you're curious, try to think without using personal pronouns. And see how, just see what happens. Just see what happens. See what's going on in the language when you do that. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to my Patreon. This is really what I want to be doing. I want to be sharing this kind of knowledge with you. You could say this is higher knowledge outside the realm of
the bullshit that we usually deal with. I want you to be able to step out of your basic definition of yourself and see that you are so much more than that. And you can be so much more than that. That's my hope. But also, it's just very interesting. This, all this stuff is so interesting to, to think about, to consider, to contemplate, to sit with. So, Ryan Michael Yoga on Patreon is where you can find me to show some love or some hate, whatever, whatever however you define it. Thank you for listening. Namaste.